How you doing? How's everyone going in here? Fantastic. Uh, we got a new, we, excellent, excellent. We got a new face, Stephen Thompson, my mate. We've been doing this for quite a while now. He runs the office uh, Wiseberry up in Richmond and in Penrith. So, who's the lovely lady we have in the in the room here? Uh, today, I've brought along Joanne Tabone. Yes, she's one of our property managers. She works out of the Richmond office. I think she's been with us about six years now. Has Joanne? And she does an awesome job, which is why we thought time to get her on a podcast. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> but she, she hasn't started at the beginning. At the beginning. She was doing a, another position, she, wasn't she? She started as on, fr on reception in customer care. Yes. And then she moved her way to an mm -hmm. assistant in property management. And yep. now she runs her own portfolio. Yeah. So how are you? Talk to me. Yeah, good. H how is property management? Yeah, it's good. All right. Yeah, it's been good. So, so what has changed? How was the month of uh, December? Yeah, um, it's it quite down a little bit. Um, October and November were really good months. Yes. Um, for letting out property. Yes. But um, I think coming towards Christmas, people will start to just, you know, slow down a bit. And but it's been good. We're still renting. Still things are still moving. So, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. So, what is it you like about the job? Um, just like the difference, like there's all different things you can do. You yes. can be in the office, you can be out of the office. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's good. It's, yeah. There's two types of property managers, the, the, the nice one and the ones that everyone fears, like, like tenants fears. I mean, yeah. which type are you? Oh, I like to be in the middle. <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a good <laughs> <laughs> I probably get told I'm too nice, but um, no, I hope not to be too, like don't want to be the person that they don't like, but I want to be the person that they want to come to and, you know, sometimes if you're too tough, they don't want to come to you. Yes. Like they just get a bit scared and, yes. yeah. Yeah, because in, in the end, you're there to be a mediator. That's uh, right. Someone yeah. who tries to help them, not a gladiator, right? Exactly, yeah. So how's the market in Richmond, mate? Um, good. I mean, it, it's it's been busy. I think we've been busy on all fronts, whether it, it's sales or, or management. It's the same thing. It's, it's sort of busy. I mean, we've only had six sales in the month of Richmond, for Richmond in, in the month of November which is sort of down um, in two th last year there were 14, but 10 years ago there were only four. So, I mean, it's really an average time, I think. I mean, it comes close to Christmas. There's the ones who are going to rush on through and then there's the ones who are just mm -hmm. already set settlements up for next year. So um, stock on the market is down to 29 properties. Yeah, so no, it's amazing. That's, that's, you know... That's not too bad. I mean, yes, it's been up to 50s in its day, but, I mean, it's been down to 15 and, and 10s before as well. So yeah. um, I but think there's, you know, hasn't been a lot of stock coming on. Again, that spring rush hasn't happened, but there's I know there's a lot more contracts have been ordered because our zoning certificates are taking a bit longer to come now. Uh, so I think there's probably a, a bit to come on the market in the new year. Yeah, because, because really Richmond is that beautiful area where people can now move away a bit further from Sydney and, and the busyness of, of Sydney and, and be right at the foothill of the mountains. And, and I think COVID has certainly shown people, I think we've talked about it before, that they don't need to be there anymore. Yeah. They don't need to be sitting in circular key at an office. They can work just as well from home. So live somewhere nice. So and how, how about the uh, office in Penrith? Penrith, uh, that area has had 35 sales for the month. Um, I must say we've had a couple of those sales. We've had a bit of a quiet month. Our poor superstar Marietta's been off. She had to have surgery on her foot. Yes. So she's been laid up for the whole month of December. Um, so that's kept us a little bit quieter over there. Um, but if you go back again, last year was a bigger year. There were yeah. 48 sales in Penrith in the same month. 
um, but you go back to 2010 and I can tell you 2010 my memory doesn't serve me what it was like then but it must have been a low year because every office it was lower sales than this year and last year it was, 10 years it was ago. it was the post GFC yeah and, and people trying to recover it was the the uh, bats you know those uh yeah that's so, true. so remember that it was all of those things so yeah. things were slowed for a little while yeah but I mean, if you look at the stock, I mean, there's 137 properties for sale just in Penrith. So stock's not that scarce, although a lot of them are the multi-storey eight-unit apartments, like so eight-unit, eight-floor-high apartments and things yeah. like that. But there's still some good stock around, um, and there's still interest. Um, I mean, they've I've got buyer appointments right up till Christmas Eve um, mm-hmm. in both suburbs. Mm. We've got a, you know, I'm going out one with Archie tomorrow to a listing appointment in South Penrith because. People still want to move. So I think the world just keeps going on and just keeps turning over. We just keep being out there and doing the yeah. right thing for people. Any good story, a tenant, landlord for the, to share with us? Yeah, um, we're for Stephen and I. We've got a, um, a buyer slash landlord who purchased the property through us Yeah. Um, and I manage as well. Um, and he said that the main reason he bought the property because he knew that I managed it because um, I managed one of his and built a good rapport yes um but yeah that's a, a good one for sticking in the business so yeah mm. and he's a, he's a bit of a tough man to work with it he took is, joanne yeah. a little and probably myself a little bit to work him out but he's a very loyal client and and mm. what joanne is saying is so true i mean he even rang me and said who manages that one if i'd said one of the other managers i i don't know that he would have taken it he said if as long as i get joanne i'm okay so um that, that, that's a uh, brownie point. Yeah, Joanne. it is. You, you've got class about you. That, yeah. That's what I, I, I like about you. have got a lot of class. Mm. I, I think that um, the way you look at properties for landlords, prob- you'd probably be looking at it as if it was your home. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of things that you would advise them and, and talk to them because you feel like you're part of their family exactly. as you look after their goods. That's right. right. Exactly. Exactly the case. Yeah. yeah. So, so what about a story of... Uh, in a sale or story of um, a tenant, anything good? Um, not so much a story, but I can't really think of any. But I think one is for me getting zero arrears. Oh, she finally said it. Year. I thought she yeah. was going to be too bashful to say <laughs> that. Zero arrears. Yeah. The majority of the year. So that was a big achievement for myself. Um, it was something that I think every property manager wants in their portfolio. Yes, yes. Um, and... The year that you think it wouldn't happen, it happened. So with COVID and everything, you know, you think it would go the other way. Um, yeah, COVID was a blessing for me <laughs> in my portfolio. Yes. But um, yeah, it was really good. I was, you know, seeing a lot of zeros and tenants were paying on time and yeah, it was really good. And we were talking like when we're saying that mm. sometimes there were eight to nine weeks yeah. where there were no arrears for that whole period. And then there might be one tenant who got a couple of days and, and appeared on her sheet and then she'd go another eight or nine weeks. So not, n- in our four offices, no other property manager has been able to match that this year. So is, jo- Joanne yeah. takes that title out on her own. That is yeah. amazing. Does it mean that there's lunch coming up? Uh, what's, what's happening? I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I, I, I haven't <laughs> heard anything yet. <laughs> How about you, mate? Any happy stories? Oh, I'm not a sale one, but I did ask the love of my life, Lisa, to marry me three weekends ago. Yes. And fortunately, I can smile because she did say yes. Yep. So now she carries her diamond around with her on one hand and, yep. and, and hold, uses the other hand to hold it up, she tells me. 
apparently it's meant yeah. to be a good sized diamond. Or, you know, <laughs> I was going to say the other hair, Nessie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, Nessie sort of holds it up. Probably. That's how she balances it. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> a puppy and a diamond, that's they probably right. weigh the same. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, so anyway, so that's some exciting things to look forward to for us personally next year is, is a wedding. So, um, and she said yes, which was good. It would have been a bit bad if I had to come and stay the story. Oh, well, there's no <laughs> doubt that you have to say yes. Seriously, mate, you, you probably... The, the best bachelors that I, and I, I've known I've known Stephen for quite a few years right yeah. and so I can say this uh, the guy is too nice he is. It, he, to me <laughs> there's nice yeah and there's too nice it yeah. becomes a disease yes you know Definitely. and I think that he's sick so he's he's, <laughs> he's got the too nice yeah. sickness right yeah and so for someone like Lisa to have him there He's probably the most loyal, the, the guy that would just throw himself under the bus before a scratch happens to Lisa. So, so there's no problem. She's, she's a happy lady. However, I also don't want to mix it up, but uh, we had to say it as it is because it has happened. You've had also a, a, a pretty bad week or two in, in with, with some uh, sad news in, in the family too, right? Yep. So so I, I look at it and, and I just did a podcast with Louise in your team and I see how you still find that strength to, to, to run the four offices and, and keep everyone up and then also keep your loved one, Lisa, a bit or at least give her the support, mate, that is, that is maybe the positive side to that sickness of yours of being too nice. <laughs> oh, well, you just look after everyone and do, do the best you can and, you know, you put everyone you can first to look after them and it just comes together. Yes. So c can you share with us maybe one or two lessons that you got out of these last two weeks from uh, the, the, um, the passing of uh, a loved one? Um, I think the thing is, one, the lesson is just to be there for people. Um, I think that's and, – and be for them in – everyone's got a different way of handling it. Um, so you've just got to accept that no one's going to be exactly the same. And I think something that I definitely learned out of this one – possibly last time um, we did lose a, a very close friend, is let people feel how they want to feel. Um, I used to think it was all right to go, you know, you should just feel like this and it will be better, and yeah. or do this and this will be better. Yeah, and I realized, Talking like a man. Yeah, yeah. just like a typical <laughs> guy, you know. And then this time I knew to keep my mouth quiet and just go, no, let everyone deal with it in their own way. Um, pick up the pieces if I needed to there and help someone over there and... And it was just amazing to watch how a family can just come together. Yes. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, again, it's what you do. It's just how you do it. But no, watching and letting others deal with it in their own way is a lot easier than telling them how they should do it because it, it, it doesn't work telling, doing the man's way and telling them how they should do it. So. And what was the second one? And you said two. Oh, I think I did the first one. That was the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm sure it's I did it's that. It's the second one. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it. So, but, the, but where do you find the energy, though? Because let's talk about it. Yesterday, they brought in the second measure for COVID, right? Because yep. now, apparently, the northern beaches have got, uh, I think, at least 68 Ks as of uh, Sunday. And now everyone's closing their borders. So for a whole lot of people, it's going into that sad time again, either home or, 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 or that kind of talk, uh, especially when Christmas is around and, and, and you're all stressed about, all right, will I see my parents? Can I, 
organize some kind of Christmas thing with them or do I need to cancel it? We're not talking about the cancellation of holidays, right? And so for me, the what's happening yesterday and, and what you've gone through in the last two weeks, it's, it's just, just crazy stuff. But I you can share with us some of the lessons, man. I think the lesson is there's always a positive to everything. Yeah. I mean, we had our staff Christmas party yesterday, which was a, an, a wine tour of the Hawkesbury, which I can recommend anyone who wants to go to Hawkesbury Valley wine tours. It's definitely worth going. I'd never been. I, they took us to two wineries. I didn't even know we had two in the Hawkesbury. They took what us a to bad a, real estate agent. A gin place. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, did you know? I had no idea. I lived in the Hawkesbury in my life. I had so, no idea. So have I. I was telling the, you know, I was even telling the guy that I didn't know that his winery existed, that, you know, obviously I'm only 25 at the moment. So, you know, I've lived in the area at least for 50 of those 25. No, I was, I was only joking. I think I've already had a few tastings by that stage. But I said, I've lived here for 50 years and I did not know we had a second winery and they're right opposite each other and I think that's the confusion so two totally different places and two totally different wines but then we went to a gin place and then we went to two cider places so I mean it, we were gone from 9.30 till 6.30 basically it was a big long day lucky yeah. the bus could drop us and pour us out the door to the uh, home but during that same time, we had staff affected. I mean, you know, I feel so sorry for one of Heidi in customer care because her Queensland trip's now been cancelled. Yeah. Even though she had a border pass. So she's sitting there and, they're, you know, people are reading the news off their phone between visits and they're talking about this has just been cancelled and she burst into tears because she now hasn't been able to see a mum for 12 months and now can't go again. Um but we just had to look. I mean, we even invited her to our house for Christmas and said, if you've got nowhere and you can't be with family, come to our house. Oh, you that's know? so nice. It's, and that's just how we sort of look at it, you yeah, know. That's so so nice. it, there's always something good about everything. Um, I mean, I was having to sit there and I'm, while we're driving, planning what's going to happen in Port Macquarie now because we can't accept people from Northern Beaches. I think we need to close both our offices again to the public. Um, rather than having people just strolling in because there's been a case, two cases in Stockland in our centre in Foster. Um, so we really had to start going back to where we were yeah. you know, three and six months ago. And that's all happening while we're sitting on a bus going, okay, that's just happened. How am I going to handle this? Let's change this. Talk to the girls in port. Yep, we all agree. This is what's happening. Get out at the next tour. And it was a great day because we had husbands and partners there of our team as well. So chance to thank them for the work that they've done to make sure their other half turns up to work every day and get them and the, you know, the, the support they've given them while we sort of, you know, push them to the limit if mm. we can. And um, it was a great day, you know. And so why, why are we here? And he's not listening, really. If I was going to say to you, how, how would you define your leader, Stephen Thompson, what in a few words? I mean, and he's not listening to you. Yeah. Right. So what would you say? He puts others first. Like he puts others first before himself. Wow. Definitely. So he's just, you know, with leave and things like that, he's just like, no, just go spend that time with your family, do what you need to do. Um, yeah, it's it's always. Have have, have you worked for someone else before, Stephen? Not like this. No, not full time. No. Okay. So Stephen's like my first proper boss full-time boss but um yeah i think it's been a great experience over the last six and a half years so yeah thank you so much yep. the, the the first line you know i i don't pay attention to a lot of the the, the entire story the gist of the story but your first line yep. how it came out and how natural it was mm. i knew straight away you you really meant it that was uh, that's amazing yeah 
Now, Stephen, would you like to close, mate? End of 2020, Christmas about here. Why don't you close this podcast? I think you're you're having a holiday, aren't you, Joanne? You've got, you got a bit of time off. I think you're, you're off, until, off until, what, the 8th, isn't it, of January? The 7th. I'm back the, on 7th. the 7th. You're back on the 7th, okay. Yeah. Are you going anywhere? No, actually. So hanging at home? Yeah. Yeah, look, so are we. I think after getting evacuated twice last year, we'd yeah. like to actually enjoy our home and <laughs> the pool. Right. Are you going anywhere, Thomas? No, you no, a no. Break? Yeah, yeah, I'm staying home. Um, I might invite you over for lunch one day. We'll see how we go. Yeah, well, I, I'm yet to try that barbecue of yours. <laughs> it was true. I, I, I have tried every uh, bottle you have in the bar, but I, I'm, I'm <laughs> yet to try the barbecue. Well, I think we can do that. So <laughs> I think, look, 2020, I think... It's been a hard year for a lot of people, yeah. but I think it's also been a huge year of learning and training and I think educating ourselves. I mean, some of the things we've done this year, Joanne, you would have to agree, mm. there was probably no chance anyone I thought I would ever let them happen. And now some of them we're not going back from. So I think the growth and the change and the things that we've done in 2020, I don't think whilst it's been a pandemic and it's a year I hope we don't have to revisit, the ability to change over the last year, I think, is something that we never want to forget. Because yeah. if we can get through this, I believe we can get through anything. That's nice. So thank you for the podcast for this year. Yeah, thank, thank you, you Joanne. Yeah. Thank you, Joanne. Yes, yes absolutely. Thank yeah, you so good. much. Yeah. And, mate, we catch up on the other side of uh, Christmas sure 2021. Will. Here we come. Sure yes. will. Thank Thanks, you. everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye.